0: Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Sergio and Francesca Chavez. Sergio and Francesca are the lead pastors of Hope Center in Baltimore, Maryland. Today, we'll discuss leading together, developing healthy rhythms in family and ministry, and we'll talk about their CPO5 podcast. So lean in leaders and let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Avail podcast, where we talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical in South Florida. We are one church, two languages. I'm your host here on Avail. We talk to amazing leaders, pastors, people who are making an impact in the world. And today we have the privilege of sitting down with none other than pastors Sergio and Francesca Chavez. We're actually friends from a while back, and we're reconnecting here on yes. the Avail Podcast. It's we go good back, we go back. Be here, how you guys feel?
1: <laughs> amazing, amazing. We are so grateful, Pastor Virgil. Thank you so much for the opportunity to the entire Avail team. We're so grateful to Dr. Sam Chan. Uh, we've been so blessed um, in many aspects by the ministry, by the company. So thank you for the opportunity.
2: We are excited and looking forward to our talk today. So thank you again, Pastor Virgil, for inviting yeah, us.
0: Yeah, I, I love moments like these because it shows you how this, the world is a small place because um, years back— My sister and my brother-in-law, who were the youth pastors of of our church that my parents founded, invited you guys to come speak at some of our youth camps and and at our church. And here we are, I don't know, seven, eight years later, and we're (laughs) connecting. Isn't that crazy? Amazing.
1: (laughs) Amazing. So so we're
0: going to have an awesome conversation, leadership style, uh, on leading together, which is something you guys do gracefully on balancing between family and ministry ministry and family which can sometimes feel like a juggling act and and it's so important to to do this well because we want to do well in both we want to win at both Um, and then we're going to also talk a little bit about uh about your podcast cpo5 chavez party of five we're gonna get to all that before we go there real quick can you just share a little bit about yourselves and your church
1: yes yes thank you so much i'll kick it off we are (laughs) Two people madly, insanely in love with Jesus. Yes. We love the Lord Jesus, and we are also passionate about the kingdom, about the church, globally, Mm -hmm. locally, and also, I'll say, insanely madly in love with each other. So so that's a blessing. That's a plus.
2: I can attest to that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and I I would say, you know, um, the interesting dynamic that we share is that we are both forefront leaders. I'm the senior leader. My wife is the executive pastor, and we— Began our church plant back in 2016, and it's been a journey of us working alongside each other. Uh, Again, we're ministry partners, we're partners in life, but also partners in business. And obviously, we have three daughters, so it has (laughs) been a journey in leading together. But uh, this is, we're on the journey, we're on the journey. We
2: wouldn't have it any other way. And when it does come to the ministry, you know. When we launched Hope Center, one of the things that the Lord really spoke to us about was that this would be a church that would model the first century church. And so we've, a lot of our core values are based Mm. off of what you read. In the book of acts and so um the word is our compass mm. prayer is our heartbeat um honor is our lifestyle yes. community for us is our connection and love is the message that we mm. preach and then outreach is our purpose so that really is the core um in in terms of the foundation that hope center was built on and then from there we want to make sure that as people walk through the mm-hmm. doors of our ministry they're feeling embraced they're feeling loved um, they're feeling uh reinvigorated refueled restored redeemed and and really encountering the love and the transformative power of Jesus Christ every time they come through the ministry doors.
1: Yeah, I want to mention that you know for us we even launching our church plan back in 2016 it was uh it was a complete faith move like many leaders, business leaders, church planners, you know, the story of just really launching it by faith, and really little to no resources, coming into a brand new city at that time. She was pregnant with her first child. So we just, you know, from that time, we've just seen God's hand move throughout the years. And it has been incredible to now see a thriving church in the city of Baltimore. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. I love uh, I love even, even when you guys were sharing a little bit about the church, how God has a way of working out the story, even when we don't know exactly how it's going to be or when or where. Uh, And I think you guys are a testament to that. Um, I want to I want to dive right into the 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 reality of leading together. Not every church is is created equally. Not every pastor or even pastor couple is has the same calling or giftings. But you guys particularly do lead together. Together, you pastor the church together. I'd like to. I'd like to talk about this because um, my wife and I do as well, uh, and I know there's other pastors <laughs> and leaders who do as well out there, and and maybe other yeah. areas of of you know of the marketplace where you're leading in different significant roles. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe can you guys can can we can we start talking a little bit about how how you've made that work well, and then we'll talk a little bit about the challenges. <laughs> I think I'll kick that one off. Uh, For
2: us, you know, number one, everything has been through prayer. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've really had to go to the Lord to pray about um, how we would divide the responsibilities, Mm -hmm. especially in the call to ministry. But... Aside from the praying aspect, we've also really heavily relied on strengths. We've always been big on that. So in the areas where I'm weak, if he's strong in that department, I'm gonna let him take it over. Um, If there's an area that he's not strong in, but I am, I'm gonna take it over. So we've, we've never pinpointed or like signaled out each other's weaknesses and said, you need to get better at that. We've actually said, that's not an area you're strong in, but I am. So I'm just going to take that responsibility off your plate and move it over to mine. And here's one that I don't, I'm not very good at, So, but you might be, yep. um, or you are. And so let's put that one on your plate. So um, on that end, it's been identifying strengths and weaknesses, communication, overly communicating mm-hmm. has actually been a huge emphasis <laughs> in being together. Do you want to talk about that one?
1: Patience in communication. Yeah, patience in communication, and you know, through that we've had to develop strategy because we realize that with ministry, with family, with all of the different responsibilities, it's really a dance. It's, it's, it's really an art. And so we we come together and we begin to assess what is the rhythm for the season. So we our our prayer time leads to communication, and our communication leads to us assessing what is the Rhythm of this particular season and what is required of it. So we sit down constantly. I mean, daily, really communicating. What is the rhythm today? What is the rhythm for this week? What is the rhythm for the month? And then we begin to pivot and adjust, just like any any dancing, right? You you can have a a particular genre. If the if the DJ switches it up, you gotta begin to pivot and move on to the next genre. So in one season it's merengue, the next season is salsa, the next, you know. So anyways, you know, we have to come together assessing the rhythm. And communicating of how we're going to delegate and work alongside each other, maximizing the strength, and uh, and not so much you know focusing on on trying to better the weakness, but rather complementing one another in our strengths.
0: Yeah. yeah, that's good. And playing along with the illustration of dancing, for example, you know, not everybody not everybody knows how to dance well right away, or uh, or yes. sometimes you're just learning how to dance a new genre. Um, did you yeah. guys Did you guys find it? Like you automatically, oh yeah, we're, we're doing, we're doing this communication thing so well. We're, we're doing this finding, discerning the rhythms. Oh, it's naturally coming. You know, did it take some time because, you know, uh, there isn't a school necessarily to go and say, Hey, we're going to pastor together. Can yeah. we go to school here and learn for four years?
1: No, it, we can be honest on this pod, right? We're talking to leaders Honesty, now, so we can talk to leaders. We we live by we have, we have a certain phrase and especially in the in the in the beginning when we were again learning to dance in terms of communication and working alongside each other, and our phrase was embrace the suck, uh-huh. <laughs> embrace the suck, uh-huh. and um, in the beginning it was not easy it was it was very challenging not just sometimes most of the time, but again understanding that the the nature of our call. Uh, what God has assigned for us, our personality type—we know that this is something that we couldn't give up on or back out on. Mm-hmm. So we just said, "Okay, we're going to embrace the challenging part mm-hmm. of it," you know, because in the beginning is misunderstanding. Um, we 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 might have come together to the table to try to figure out a rhythm and then a plan to attack, but then you know maybe that didn't work out. So it's just it's just constantly mm-hmm. coming together, embracing it, and realizing what the scripture says is true. The apostle Paul went to the Lord about the thorn in his flesh, because a lot of times we will go individually and also together. Like, are we really supposed to do this together? <laughs> Sometimes I would be like, maybe I need to step out of the picture in terms of the ministry role, or you need to step aside and let, you know, and, and we would say, is this really for us? And we had to go to the Lord and, The same thing that the Lord told the Apostle Paul is when he spoke to us. My grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. So we had to lean on his grace and again, just embrace, embrace the seasons of learning to dance, communication and and moving forward.
2: Yeah. And I would even add to that anytime we would adapt to the new rhythm Mm -hmm the Lord never allowed us to become too comfortable there. Mm -hmm. Then something would come and boom, cause us to have to alter the rhythm all over again. So whether it was, and and it's not always ministry. Sometimes it's, we finally got a rhythm in ministry, but now a second baby is on the way. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, like... We got it down with the second baby. It seems like everything's going well in the ministry, but now God is like, you're moving to a new city. Mm-hmm. And it's so, and then a new city, you've got different people, different personalities. You're now and then working,
1: there's a third baby.
2: And then there's a third baby thrown into the And list. I think that's <laughs> it.
1: I think that's all for now. We yeah. wrap so, <laughs> so it up.
2: So it just feels like every time we've said we finally got it, we've hit our sweet spot, then it's it's We've just had to learn that this journey requires you to consistently have a posture of a student. Um, And so once you've reached the level in which you're saying, I've graduated, you're back in school learning because um, unless our hearts are open to consistently learn what it is that God is teaching us in that season, we can't make it to the next one, right? So that was one thing we had to learn early on is the flexibility. I am a very logical person. As an executive pastor, he gives me the vision mm-hmm. and tells me, "I don't know how we're going to get done." And I say, "Give me a few hours. I'm going to map it all out. It's going to get it's going to get executed." Yeah. Um, but the Lord had to teach me early on well, what happens when your plan doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes, I'm like, well, you know, Lord, your word says if we place our plans before you, like you will bless that. And now we can move, move forward. Or then in a multitude of counsel, you know, our plans will prosper. But what happens when we've sought out the counsel, we've presented the plan to the Lord, but it's it, it's not working out. And in those areas, God has taught us, even in, in every season as you're establishing rhythm, you've got to be able to adjust and be it's flexible fluid. and fluid to the changes. Yeah, that's
0: good. Uh, I, you know, as you guys are talking, I can I can remember m- moments leading with my wife where frustration was increasing because maybe she wasn't doing something the way I expected or vice versa. And I remember one time she looked at me and she said, "I am not your enemy." <laughs> yes. 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 like we were in a movie, right? And I said, "I'm not <laughs> your enemy either. We are together." You know. And I think I think I think not to hyper spiritualize, but I think the enemy has a target on us, especially when we're leading oh, yeah. together. And mm-hmm. and you know and, and I think one of the strategies of the enemy many times is to bring division and to and and to bring frustration that can cause any kind yep. of this kind of separation, especially when we're leading together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think you know from you could feel it both on the organizational side of things, but you could also feel it on the mm-hmm. spiritual side of things. Would you agree to that?
1: Yes. absolutely I, I would i would wholeheartedly agree with that and typically again the separation comes from that gap of communication mm-hmm. because we found on our journey is, and we've come together so many times and, and we've realized any time that there has been a gap in communication uh it's 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 an open room for the enemy's lies deception mm-hmm. discouragement division and even distraction to come in so we realize the way that we do it is is staying covered in prayer but also continually filling in those gaps with communicating with one another. So we're constantly checking in. I mean, daily checking in. How are you feeling? How yeah. are you doing with this week? How are the responsibilities going? How can we support one another? Just constantly filling in those gaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I also wanted to add, because of the fact that we also know the enemy's tactic can be to come against marriages. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen that to be true as well, even in our own ministry, because one of the biggest reasons why people will come to even some of our gatherings or services, um, will be when they see both of us together. They, you know, it's one thing if, if pastor's ministering or if I'm ministering, but for some reason, when we're both on that flyer or we're tag teaming a message or a teaching, Mm -hmm. or we're doing a talk, I mean, people flood in and, um, they've, they've shared with us, we love seeing you all together. How do we have what you have? Like, what have you done? Like, we want the same thing. We want to emulate that. Thank you for being role models. We haven't seen this in the past. And so we know that that is a point of attack from the enemy in the church Mm -hmm. is to try to divide marriages or to confuse the roles so that we're no longer working together um, because it it prevents people from coming into the door, and so I think for us communication has been such a big piece of that, and understanding each other's roles and not overstepping, respecting, um, honoring one another in that regard, because it it's shown publicly. So what we are practicing privately actually does show publicly. And the testimonies of that are that the people are witnessing of it themselves. And I think that's been an area for us, even before anything, we have always said, we love God first, and then the next thing is our marriage. If our marriage is healthy, we can work together to build a healthy church. But if the marriage is not healthy, then it's hard for us to give ourselves fully over to the work of the Lord. So for us being able to stay
0: healthy in the marriage has been a number one priority. That's huge. And that, that requires a lot of intentionality, uh, because yeah, you know, it's different, you know, I don't think there's many other professions where, where they have this, right. Like you like your doctor's normally not married to the, right. you know, <laughs> to the doc, the physician assistant, you know, and, you know, <laughs> you're, you're lawyers, you're not married to the, you know, the attorney, like, like this is right. this is so unique. Um, uh, and now, now I'd love to segue, uh, based on that last uh, response, I like to segue in, into the, into the balance. There's, I, I feel like a dance, uh, uh, theme going here, but the balance, yes. the <laughs> balance of walking out, um, how do we balance family and ministry, ministry and family? Because they're both important to the Lord, they're both they're both important to us. But I think a lot of times, a lot of times one suffers at the expense of the other. A lot of times, yeah. uh, with pastors and leaders, ministry might be thriving, but family is not well, and marriage and parenting, mm-hmm. and, and or vice versa. You know, things are going well at home, but right. the organization's is at a, a stagnating. You know, uh, can you guys talk to us a little bit of how has your experience been with balancing family and ministry?
1: The way, yeah, I would say that's a great question, and I know that um, it'll be highly beneficial for many people to uh, lean in on our experience and. I went to the Lord. We went to the Lord about the same thing. We said, how do we balance this thing? And I started looking throughout the scripture and I said, I can't find the word balance there. It don't seem like there's a balance there. And then the Lord directed us to uh, Matthew chapter six. The Bible says to seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Everything else is added. So then when I realized that this thing is not so much about balance, but rather priorities, because it says seek first. So I said, okay, there's a first. Then that means there's a second. Then that means there's a third. There are added things. So the way we approach it is, a lot of times, if, if if we're honest, a lot of times our life seems that there is no balance, right? But we know that we're working with the Lord and we are living again by our priorities. So a lot of times there's a heavy, for example, there's a heavy season in the ministry, and maybe that particular season will require me to be traveling or require me to be out. So then, based on the season, again, the dance the rhythm of the season will now have us prioritizing, and then the priorities will have us delegating amongst each other. So when we kind of just, not necessarily dismiss the concept of balance, because for me, for us rather, it it was like, we were trying to do it all at the same time, but it's like, okay, how can we be both preaching and then at the same time carrying a child? And it's like, it seems like balance is the act of everything at the same time. And that was a struggle for us. And when we embraced, um, instead of balance, more prioritizing, just as the scripture says, seek first the kingdom, and then there's a second, then there's a third. When we just began to look at our priorities, then we began to plan and assess based on priorities, and then began to delegate. And again, just adjusting with the dance of the season. So whether it's her, you know, personally homeschooling, um, doing business, then there may be a season and a time where she's leading women doing a conference and I'm holding it down at home, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm with the babies and I'm spending a little more time with them. So it's just a constant, um, assessing and delegating based on the season and the rhythm.
2: And I would say on the practical handle side, it's understanding that you can't be 100% in all areas at all times. Mm -hmm. It's just impossible. You know, if I am, fully 100% mother mode, it's hard for me to also be 100% wife. (laughs) So, you know, when I'm dedicated to the kids, it's, this is my time for them. And then somebody comes in, we recruit, and that's a big thing. Village. When you have two forefront leaders, you have to have a village. I I mean, I, I cannot emphasize that enough. So we have grandparents. We have aunts. We have uncles. Um, And then we have people in the ministry that God has truly um, entrusted to walk alongside us. And so we brought them into the family. They have become part of our village. And so in that regard, that has been a huge blessing. And we would not be able to do what we are doing without the village. So I did want to make that emphatic note. But in all of that, It's understanding I cannot be 100% at all times in all places. So um, when we actually look at the rhythms Mm -hmm. of whether it's the week, the day, or the month, we actually, right around this time every year, we look at what is the rhythm going to look like for 2024. We're already thinking about that. So we can identify these are major months for the ministry. That means that we've already got to have a village set aside so that our children do not lose the love and affection that they need during that time because we may not be as present and then there's times where we're saying okay well if the month of i don't know i'm just gonna throw out there april and august are heavy ones okay so then we know we have to have a vacation or some type of family Mm. time before and right after and so we're already putting that into the calendar in advance um, and then we also want to make sure we're taking care of the marriage. So we have things we're sprinkled out, you, you know, thank God for the holidays that already exist, like Valentine's and then you have birthdays and you have Mother's and Father's Day, you know, and anniversary. So we use all of those mm-hmm. as um, kind of key markers for these are times we're going to spend alone together and really make sure that we're investing on the marriage. So those are some of the practical handles that after we've prayed and after we've kind of prioritized, it's now being able to really sit down, look at a calendar and say, what's going to make the most sense? How do we make sure that the tanks are fueled? And what are the seasons in which maybe one tank might be coming down a little bit and reaching Mm -hmm. empty? If I can get ahead of that, then let me put something on the calendar to ensure that I'm getting ahead of.
0: Chaos, many are opposed to it, but the best of leaders realize that this is one of their most powerful leadership tools. Introducing leadership expert and renowned author, Sam Chan's newest book, How Leaders Create Chaos and Why They Should. In this groundbreaking new book, Sam Chan shares decades of his leadership wisdom with readers and equips them with a new understanding of why the best leaders create chaos. Discover powerful leadership strategies and uncover practical insights that will revolutionize the way you lead and think. From organizational best practices to how to build up the perfect team, this book will empower you in every area of your leadership. Invest in yourself and dive into Sam Chan's newest book by visiting samchandchaosbook.com. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, you know, I'm hearing uh, in here prioritizing. More so than balancing, I'm hearing, um, looking ahead, pre- preparing, being intentional. Um, I, I like what you said, uh, Pastor Fran. You said you can't be 100 percent in all areas at all times. The other part of that is, and you got to be okay with, and being okay with that, like being okay. I remember yes. the season yes. where my wife said, "Man, I," she wanted to be involved in more things, but she was pregnant, and you, you know, she was about to have. Yeah. And so, understanding you can't, you know, you can't right now, and being okay with that, trusting that the next season is coming and the Lord's going to guide it. I love that. What would you guys say? What would you guys say are some are maybe some common struggles where where sometimes leaders um, um it, it affects negatively one or the other. What would you say are, are, from your perspective, from your experience, maybe even from from hearing and seeing out there? Uh, that sometimes sometimes this is a struggle in this con- in this area of prioritizing or, or making sure that, that we're winning in all areas?
2: Yeah.
1: I would say, I'll kick it off. Uh, I would say being present. So if we can't be 100% uh, in every area at all times, because, you know, only our God is omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent, uh, is when we are, for instance, in the home, being 100% present in the home. When we are in the ministry, when we are in the church, uh, fulfilling our role, being 100% present in that particular role. Because a lot of times the struggle is I can be in the church and then I have all of these things in my mind, family and other things, other responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So I would say a a struggle and a challenge is in whatever the priority is, being present. And so that's where a lot of the intentionality has to come in, you know, spiritually, mentally, even physically, in order to ensure that in whatever we are whatever role we're fulfilling in the moment that we are fully present, and that's the one that I, you know, personally, we've had to have many conversations because it's easy to be okay. We set family time apart, and now you know we're just we're doing this. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, let me yeah put, like put this the down, down. <laughs> and be present in the moment because the time is coming where I'm in the church and I'm going to be fully present mm-hmm. there, and my children know we're embracing. He's fulfilling his role, and you know so on. That's and so. good.
2: Yeah, and. To piggyback off of that one, I think the other one would also be delegation. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I think it's hard, especially based on personality types or, you know, your personality in leading. Um, You've got people that might find it a little bit harder to delegate Mm -hmm. certain things because they feel like I can do this better than anybody else. So I'm Mm -hmm. just going to take all of the work on myself. And it's. Prayerfully considering and trusting that God is bringing people to do this work alongside you mm-hmm. and giving them the opportunity to serve you. I think that was one of the things that was hardest for me is I've always been, I've come from a family that consistently serves, mm-hmm. serves God and serves people. So then when God started to bring people around to say, I want to help you, mm-hmm. like, So that you can focus. Let me watch the girl so that you can do this. Let me, I want to bring a meal. I want to, you know, and I'm here. No, it's okay. Because the burden is they're my children. I don't want to burden you with them, you know, but then, then I'm frustrated because I'm like, well, God, you're calling me to teach and I can't do that because you gave me these Mm -hmm. three kids, you know? So, And then God is like, well, actually I'm sending people to help you and, you know, you've got to delegate. You've got to be okay with trusting me in this process, that I'm also bringing people alongside you mm-hmm. to help you. So being present is one, and then I think it's easier to be present when you also have delegated mm-hmm. things to trustworthy leaders yeah. and that you know that you're not carrying the load by yourself. Yeah.
1: Can I just give one last yes, one real quick? Yeah. Um, the feeling of am I capable of doing this? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I able to carry this work out? And I think just, you know, if I could just leave anything is in that encouragement to people is that we are built for this and any leader listening, you are you are built for it. So I think that self-doubt comes in, even though in our heart of hearts we know we're called, but self doubt, fear can come in to any leader, depending on a a, a specific season and just understanding we are all built for it. So I would say that I
0: think what you guys have said is is masterfully put you know, doing church, how you guys do, where we lead together. You know, I, I remember there was a season where my wife told me, you know, Virgie, you, you, you need to be careful. Cause I'm so, in, I'm so all in to build his church. Yeah. I'm so all in to take mm-hmm. our church to the level where, where God is worthy of us taking it to and making an impact, yeah, right. but it can't be at the expense of time with my kids, quality time with my kids. Right. It can't be at the expense of my, my, my family relationship suffering for the sake of the kingdom. Right. Uh, right I don't right. think that's God honoring. And I think you, what you guys have shared is, is perfect before, before we jump into to talk I, on this, on this tail end, I want to talk about your guys's podcast, CPO yeah. five Chavez. But before that, I want to give you guys a challenging question. All right. And I want to hear, all right. I want to hear from both of you. Okay. In the concept and aspect of leading together. Right. Um, What is an area, um, Pastor Sergio, where you, where you can honestly admit, I need to get better in this area, whether it's your personal leadership or in leading together, Pastor Fran, same for you. What is an area where you would say, you know, if I'm honest right now, this is an area I got to get better at. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think we have the time. (laughs)
2: you want to go first
1: go, go ahead kick it off because I, I feel like it's, too, it's too, many too many
2: things.
1: putting you on the spot I, I'm, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of a, a list of a, a laundry list
2: I will say this one for me is easier just because of the season I'm currently in mm-hmm. um and it's the one I just spoke about and it's delegation <laughs> yeah. so I tend I tend to be the one who is um because I'm logistics is my thing like i i do it very well so it's hard for me to trust others to do it with the Mm -hmm. same level of excellence that i'm gonna do it at so that that's always an area in which sometimes the lord is still dealing with me but then i become frustrated and it's no one else's fault but my own Mm -hmm. because i i haven't released something Mm -hmm. to people that are capable of doing it you know so I will say that the one area, at least in this season that I'm really working on is embracing moments of failure and making space and room for people to make mistakes, to learn and to grow. Because somebody had to make room for me to do that Mm -hmm. in order for me to be where I currently am. So um, we can't always be so fixated on the ministry has to be so perfect. Right. Every event has to be top notch that then we don't give room for other people.
0: Yeah, to, you know, to, to you know, John Maxwell calls that failing forward. So so it's okay. Yes. Sometimes we're not, gonna, we're not gonna be successful 100% of the time, but let's make sure that if right. we fail, we fail yeah. forward and not exactly. like backward or for no reason. I love that. That's great, exactly. that's great.
1: Yeah, yeah. that yeah. would be mine. My- so I was working through my list, right? <laughs> I would say I would say for myself I can easily get fixated on results
0: mm-hmm.
1: versus the process mm-hmm. the journey and I think it's just embracing the day to day even though it may not look like maybe what I pictured you know, whether it's a project, whether it's an initiative, whether it's, you know, a podcast, whether it's a preaching, it's not getting so fixated on, on the result and how I envisioned it, but rather mm-hmm. enjoying the process. So remaining as a student, I would say is the biggest thing for me is, is uh, being willing to listen and to embrace what God is doing in the moment. Uh, because otherwise, you know, again, we could get times are, are changing. Things are moving so fast. And a lot of times we want to move at, as fast as the times. Yeah. And a lot of times that can cause us to stumble in many areas. So for me, I would say that has been a challenge of the past. Is, so now I'm learning to just embrace mm. the day-to-day, um, not being so fixated on the result, but the process, the journey.
0: Yeah. I would say yeah. that. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. good. I think for leaders, yeah, good. Yeah, good to
1: I think, I think... Just, this confession time, <laughs> yeah. so, you know... <laughs>
0: I think there's something beautiful about all of us um, acknowledging we have not arrived. There, we we yeah. can all keep growing, and we can celebrate victories. But but let's not stay celebrating too long, where we where right. where, where now our victories are you know have become have become shortcomings. Right? I think it's important right. to say uh, I'm good here. I'm good here. I need to get better here. And you know, j- right. in the in the heart of confessing, I need to get better at quality communication because sometimes I'm flying. And my team and my wife are saying, yo, come back here, What do, you know, c- communicate. And so I, sometimes yeah. I'm just going and, and, and I, if I'm going to be a better leader, I need to do, have better quality communication. We're, hey, we're all in the same boat. All right, CPO5, the podcast. Yeah. Talk to me, talk to me uh, and share with our available audience. We got a few minutes left here. What, talk, talk to us, what is the CPO5 podcast about?
1: CPO 5 it stands for Chavez Party of Five Podcast. It's a passion project. We love it. We have so much fun. We discuss marriage, ministry, leadership, and a little bit of everything Everything. in between. (laughs) And, um, you know, we we discuss, we go deeper on topics that we're we're, uh, getting into today because these are just necessary conversations. For so long, one of the things that we struggled with on our journey is the feeling of, are we alone in this? Can anyone identify? Can anyone relate? And because of that feeling, we said, we don't want anyone to ever feel uh, this way, who's doing ministry together, life together, business together, couples. Uh, So we said, we want to be able to speak on our experiences, open up, again, more of our uh, victories, but also what we've learned throughout the years. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, Season three is dropping very soon for the holiday season. We currently have dropped two seasons, and it's just an incredible time where we get together just like this and we have
0: great
2: conversation. Yeah. So we're, we're pretty much just inviting people to our living room table. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's cool. Now, now, um, Chavez party of five, obviously it's you guys and your three daughters. That's what you say when you get to a restaurant, right? How many, how many many are here? Uh, Talk to, talk to us a little bit about that dynamic. I'm imagining it's not a serious toned you know, traditional uh,
2: uh, <laughs> podcast? Not, not at all. It, people who know us. is who we are. People <laughs> will know it's, uh-huh. it's just straight who we so are. So
1: you're going to, you, it starts off with music. You're going to hear air horns throughout, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we have time where we, we engage in, in um, fun conversation, but we also always want to leave people with nuggets of wisdom mm-hmm. every time, yeah. Yeah. for sure.
2: And there's, there's a lot of, Um, There is a lot of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and there's also, you know, obviously for us, because we are pastors and all of the decisions that we make, we want to make sure are biblically sound decisions and we have prayerfully considered. Um, You know, so we do bring in the scriptures and we want to make sure we're leading and guiding people through scripture based on how we've made some of those decisions. But then there's moments where, I mean, we tear up and, you know, we're vulnerable about a season Mm -hmm. or how we overcome something and sometimes it's tears of joy others it's you know tears of wow this this is still the wound has not become a scar mm-hmm. yet and you know we're still working through it so um but it's so much fun and it's actually been very therapeutic even for us mm-hmm. so. that's
0: so cool uh, i love that you guys are doing that and, and i want to i want to i kind of want to invite our veil audience to lean in so if they want they find you anywhere podcasts are yeah.
2: Yes.
1: Anywhere podcasts are being Apple, Spotify. Right. Um, you can find more information, of course, on our personal websites and across social platforms. Yeah, let's share so, those websites. Yeah, we what are on.
0: the websites?
1: So, so my website is SergioNazirChavez.com. And, of course, is my name across all platforms, Sergio Chavez, across all platforms.
2: Yeah, so his is very easy. My website, FrancescaChavez.com, same thing there. Um, but my social – my main social platform is instagram and so that would be at francesca p as in paul so francesca p chavez um on instagram and from there my link tree has everything so the podcast website ways to stay connected all of that
0: i love yes. it i love it so sergio nazir chavez.com francesca chavez.com on yes. Instagram you can find we could find both of you. Um I love that. And the podcast everybody is CPO5 Chavez Party of Five. Uh, lean in leaders to that podcast i think you guys are going to enjoy it with a new season coming up for the holiday season 2023. yes um here's what i want to do before before i before you guys share maybe a final nugget on your hearts for our leaders i'm going to mention the avail journal everybody if you're watching or listening right now i have one in my hand the avail journal this is the prime christian leadership journal out there if you don't have it yet what are you waiting for availjournal.com try your free trial subscription we want it's on us a free trial subscription availjournal.com amazing by the way would you guys agree resources are important for leaders absolutely
2: yes and we personally are Receive the Avail Journal. So, so we everywhere. stand
1: by it. Anything Dr. Sam Chan, <laughs> anything Avail, <laughs> we fully endorse here in Baltimore, Maryland. Yes. Sergio and Francesca, right. we support it. So it's been a tremendous blessing. You know, it's it. Um, I, I would say again, just like I started off, personally, mm-hmm. ministerially. And every aspect in every regard, it's been such a blessing to have this content and these resources. Yeah. So I encourage every leader to get connected.
0: We appreciate that. And uh, if you haven't done so, everybody, com Free trial subscription up for you. They come out quarterly. They're going to bless your life and they're going to bless your leadership. All right. Let's finish off with a final thought, final nugget, final encouragement, final word for our avail leaders. Uh, whoever wants to go for ladies first, maybe Pastor Fran. Yeah. Ladies first. <laughs> well, I just want to say
2: um, to all of the leaders listening today to remember in the words that my husband already shared is you are built for this. Mm -hmm. So whatever the season is currently looking like, whether it's a season of victory or it's a season where you feel like you're navigating the desert, enjoy the journey, trust God through it all and know that you have been built for this. If you're in it, it's because you've been qualified. Um, The Lord sees you fit. He is well pleased with the work that you are Mm. doing. And he will not leave you nor forsake you in the season that you are in. So continue to push forward because the kingdom of God needs you.
1: Come on. That was incredible. (laughs) That was incredible. I want to say uh, to all the leaders listening, seasons change, times change, rhythms change. God's promise remains the same. And he has not forsaken any promise toward any leader. So I want to encourage all the leaders listening to continue on in everything that God has assigned and delegated for them to accomplish, knowing that God is with them and for them. And so uh, we we are also praying that people are not alone in their journey. So we thank God for this opportunity.
0: I love that. That's a great word. Um, Let me just mention uh, on behalf of the Avail team, Dr. Sam Chand. Martin Van Tilborg, everybody who's behind the scenes, uh, Pastor Serge, Pastor Fran, we just want to say thank you for being guests on the Avail Podcast. We're so proud of you guys. We honor you guys. We're thankful to to know that there is a church in Baltimore, Maryland, that is making an impact for the Kingdom of God. And thank you for opening up your your hearts to us. Uh, in your leadership and leading together and, and sharing some of your experiences, some of your victories, and also some of the challenges along the journey. I think it's been very, very beneficial. Uh, we bless you guys. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Hey, everybody, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. Pastor Sergio and Pastor Francesca Chavez, Hope Center Church in Maryland, at Baltimore, Maryland. What an awesome opportunity to lean in and learn about leading together, learn about prioritizing the dance of family and ministry and ministry and family and also enjoying doing life together in leadership. What a, what a great journey this has been. Uh, remember availjournal.com. If you are not subscribed, you can check it out there. On behalf of Avail, everybody, my name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, Iglesia Vertical. I'm your host every week here on the Avail podcast where we have a new fresh episode with great leadership content. We'll catch you next time right here on the Avail podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guests, Sergio and Francesca Chavez. You can connect with Sergio and Francesca on social media and by going to their websites, sergionazirchavez.com and francescachavez.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free trial subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail podcast.